Hello and welcome to the journalism.co.uk podcast with me, Jacob Granger. In this week's podcast, we speak to Serena Chowdhury, editor of Reuters Africa Journal, upon their launch this week. She speaks about the new mobile-first service and how she will be building on Africa's rapid uptake of digital media to tell on-the-ground, short, snappy stories in the most interesting pockets of the fastest-growing continent on the planet. But first... I'm going to pass you over quickly to Caroline, who's going to tell you a little bit more about our upcoming News Rewired conference. Hi there, Caroline here. Just a quick reminder that our News Rewired conference is right around the corner, and with many great speakers and topics confirmed, you won't want to miss out. Do you want to know how to make AI your best friend in the newsroom? What about getting the latest social media storytelling tips? Well, you'll have to come along to our panel discussions and workshops, on the 7th of November at Reuters in Canary Wharf, London. Head over to newsrewired.com where you can grab yourself a ticket or for an extra day of training the day before, you can also get the Newsrewired Plus deal. Save the day and we'll see you there. What we wanted to do with Africa Journal was not only reiterate our commitment, um, but also show that we can like really cater to this dynamic changing market in terms of what both clients want and, and also what people are consuming on the continent. So this is Serena, editor of Reuters mobile first service, Africa Journal. Coming up, we discuss the practicalities and stylistics behind the project, how it is building off Reuters long-standing footprint in African coverage, how Africa is a hotbed for digital media and tech innovation, and how Serena's multiple identities shape her storytelling. She starts us off by talking about the motivation and momentum behind the Africa Journal and how she tailors that for both African and international audiences. We really want to tell the story of the continent from the man on the street, but also up to the boardroom with the latest business and political elements too. So our idea is to tell the story of, you know, not not an Africa that's just relating to sort of your old figureheads, but it's more related to what the youth are interested in, what they're consuming Uh, Because it is the world's fastest growing continent, because the youth demographic across the continent is so huge, we want to also be sure that we can cater for that market. The idea is to provide content for Africans created uh, on the continent, but it's also looking at international audiences. So if you take the story of China and you take the story of India and the amount of investment that they're putting into the African continent, their markets are really interested as well to know what's happening on the ground uh, so we're looking at that. And, and you're also looking at some of your more traditional uh, countries that also have a vested interest in Africa. So whether it's France or, or Italy, uh, we're looking at catering both internationally and locally on the continent. It's not just tech developments on the rise, though. Africa is experiencing major growth in mobile media audiences as well. Studies by GSMA show that Africa is on course to achieve half a billion mobile phone subscribers by 2020, Additionally, the Digital in 2018 study by We Are Social and Hootsuite also shows that Africa is up 20% in internet users for that year. So Serena points out that Africa Journal will build on existing Reuters coverage on the continent by looking into vibrant tech and entrepreneurial stories, not just politics and business, though they will be all over that as well. It's kind of working together. So the idea is the fact that we have such a large footprint already Uh, This allows us to just only build on that. So the idea is that I'm going to be working really closely with multimedia teams uh, on the ground. So whether it's uh, pictures, whether it's text, whether it's TV, the idea is to actually merge this entire footprint together and create the content for Africa Journal. So it's not necessarily a separate strand. It's actually part of our, our broader African vision strategy. 
the idea is that we're tapping into what else is happening on the continent, you know, showcasing that African cities are like any other city in the world. We had a really interesting artificial intelligence story coming out of Ethiopia where uh, some young entrepreneurs there, tech entrepreneurs, have been creating part of the intelligence that's used in the humanoid robots. Uh, she was very famous, Sophia, who was launched uh, late last year, early this year. We did another story about the Nigerian uh, wedding sector and how that's really booming. It's really colorful. It's really interesting. Uh, we looked at how for wedding planners uh, in Nigeria, um, there's an entire new market that's, that's building up. There's been such a huge leap uh, in Africa, sort of effectively straight into the mobile market. So even in, in the most rural areas, you'll see mobile consumption and penetration is pretty high. The idea here is to effectively have pieces that are ready to publish, are geared for uh, consumption on your mobile phone, on online, uh, and they're short pieces, whether they're sort of a minute to two minute voice packages, um, and effectively just kind of connecting Africans as well through the content and the stories, show, showcasing what's happening in, in other parts of urban Africa. With all eyes on Africa, as it seems, I was curious as to how Serena's rich, multicultural background influences her storytelling and enables her to translate not just languages, but cultures to international audiences. I have personal ties to Africa. So I grew up in South Africa. My parents are from Kenya. Uh, so I've always followed the happenings of the continent very closely uh, ever since I was a child. And then I started out my my career as a journalist uh, in Johannesburg. So on a personal level, covering Africa, covering it properly, not just sort of in binary forms in terms of Africa rising and Africa falling, but actually covering the full breadth of the continent. Growing up in post-apartheid South Africa, just as the country was coming out of the transition and you had the Mandela presidency, uh, it was a really interesting time to grow up there, and especially as a, a journalist, um, both studying there and, and cutting my teeth in, in the field from covering the rise of uh, Jacob Zuma as president and the first soccer World Cup on the African continent. Then in later years, I, I covered Mandela's funeral and, and his death. So on a personal note, of course, there, there are those sensitivities and awareness. But then again, having ties to East Africa, having worked in West Africa, uh, I speak a bit of Swahili, I speak a bit of French. So I'm, I definitely think being able to familiarize yourself in, in that way uh, does help in terms of being able to cover the story and cover the continents. I think the fact that, you know, straight up, uh, the fact that I'm a woman, uh, it also automatically helps me to translate and, and, and tap into some stories that might not necessarily be as easy for my male counterparts to look at. I think the fact that I have an Asian background, I can also look at some of the, the diaspora and the mixed element stories. So looking at, say, for example, the Indian community, if you were to say in Durban, and the fact that it's the largest Indian community outside of India, uh, the fact that I can speak Urdu, Hindi, I would be able to tap into those markets. I think my multiple identities do translate into helping to bridge the gap. And also the fact that I was, I was born in London and I very much have a, a British element. Uh, to my identity too. I can kind of see the story from both sides. I can understand uh, what multifaceted audience would really want to know in terms of the story. Some more to come from Serena as they launched this week and we can't wait to see what else they have in store. Before we go, just a quick word from Jasmine on our jobs board. Hi, Jasmine from the Jobs Board here to let you know about all the amazing opportunities we have available and how to find them. 
we advertise a wide range of jobs from trainee journalist to senior sub-editor at companies such as Mail Online, Sportsbeat and HuffPost. We make sure that all our job postings are clear and jargon-free and you can search them by job type, location and salary range. Go on to journalism.co.uk to find out more and follow at Journalism Jobs on Twitter. So that wraps up this week's podcast on journalism.co.uk. I want to thank Serena Chowdhury for her time to speak with me and I hope you enjoyed listening in at home or on the commute. Do stay in touch with us at Journalism News on Twitter and let us know what interesting projects you are working on as well. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time.